Welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast, starring Jay from Sludge Central and Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. Mm. Hey yo, man. Ain't nothing like a nice bowl of cornflakes in the morning to smooth you out. Milky cereal, baby. Milky cereal, milky cereal, baby. Milky cereal, milky cereal, baby. Milky cereal, milky. So Jay, I know tonight's show is very much up your alley. It really is, Matt. Something that's very important to me. Yes, we are finally doing a show all about cereal. You are Mr. Cereal. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so of course cereal is going to have a special place in my heart. And I've known you for a long time. This is totally true. You actually still do get up in the morning and have cereal for breakfast pretty much every day. I do. It's something that I love. It's that moment of the day that I'm calm, collected, and I'm having my cereal. Most of the time I'm watching cartoons. Yeah, it's the one thing like that you, like even in your, uh, your health-conscious era... You still will just go for the cereal and be a five-year-old in the morning. Oh, yeah. So tonight we have some cereals from the past, mostly. I think one might be from the present, too. That just struck us as being noteworthy. This is volume one of what's definitely going to be a recurring series of shows. Definitely. And this is a show that has been a long time in the making. Like, we've been saying we were going to do this for years yeah, and, you know, the problem is that over the course of those years, a lot of great serials have already come up. So if people are wondering why we don't bring up Batman cereal or C-3PO's, it's because we already have. You get those Tupperwares where you could put your cereal in, it keeps the cereal fresh. That's what we're trying to do for you guys. That is quite an analogy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't pick necessarily our favorite cereals. I know I didn't. I just kind of went with a random bunch, and I think you did too, that just struck us as being interesting. I did put one on there that's in my top list of cereals just because I had to. All right, eight total for each, and I think it is my turn to start. Yes, let's do it. Number one. Have you heard what Cheerios has been up to? Heard about a new Cheerios? New apple cinnamon Cheerios is real apples, whole grain oats, and cinnamon. And it tastes as great as it sounds. All right, my first pick comes with a little bit of an asterisk. I want to talk about Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, but specifically the version that debuted back in the late 80s, which was so much different from the version you can find in stores now. Love it. So let me start with a little bit of the history. Cheerios came out in, I don't know, the 1700s, whenever, and then Honey Nut Cheerios came out in 1979. So not counting one or two super rare spinoffs that like nobody ever ate, it was really just those two versions of Cheerios when we were little tiny kids. Right. When Apple Cinnamon Cheerios started popping up in the late 80s, and especially in the early 90s, huge deal. It was enormous. Tons of TV commercials. The cereal had that swank white box with the pop art Apple graphic. It was so awesome. This was less like the debut of a new cereal. It was more like a worldwide cultural event. Everybody had to try Apple Cinnamon Cheerios at least once. I'm glad that you said that because it had this kind of cool factor. Nobody thought of cereal as cool, but this was a cool cereal. <laughs> no, it definitely was. It came out in the late 80s and it was trying to capture that 90s vibe. Do you remember how it was in the late 80s before the 90s hit, but everyone was trying to be a little more progressive in their advertising? Yeah. This definitely was that. Like, it felt like the cereal from the fucking future. It did. <laughs> and I immediately fell in love with it, not just because of the commercials or the box, but because it was so good back so then. Good. Delicious. Oh, God. Today's version, I mean, it's okay, but it's not even close to the OG. It is night and day. 
Aside from just the general flavor being better, General Mills imbued each individual piece with little bits of dried apple, or at least like candy that was meant to look like it. Little specks of apple, yeah. Little specks. It was like the stuff on Apple Jacks, but even better. Oh, yeah. And it gave the cereal this awesome, unique, rocky texture where no two Cheerios were exactly alike. They were like snowflakes. And the whole thing was just so much more flavorful than what we have now. Yeah, and they were just like doused with cinnamon. It was really, really good. And you had mentioned Apple Jacks, and this couldn't have been more different of an experience than if you had a bowl of Apple Jacks. This was totally more refined. It was popular with kids, but it did feel very adult. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, totally. Like you mentioned the cinnamon, and that was one of the things that struck me back in, uh, what was it, 88 or 89. Cinnamon was not what it is now. It wasn't just everywhere in that real cinnamony way. I don't mean like Cinnamon Toast Crunch where it was fucking candy cinnamon. I mean, this felt like a spice. Right. It definitely did, yeah. And I think one thing you had mentioned earlier is that the original flavor that they went with, like for their first adventure into new flavors, was uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, right? So Honey Nut Cheerios could be in the top five, like of all cereals ever. Well, the thing is, I generally do default to Honey Nut Cheerios as the top tasting cereal ever. So to have a cereal that briefly was not just a little bit better, but fucking 50 times better. Right, just to be knowing that your big brother is the greatest of all time. It's like Brett knowing. You have to get out of the shadow, but it did. The best compliment I could give it is that I distinctly remember one summer afternoon, I'm like 12, I'm total fucking fat ass, Jay. I bring the box of apple cinnamon Cheerios to the pool with me oh. so I could eat it in between swims. There's no way that you didn't have damp Cheerios. You know what? I kind of like them that way, to be honest. But yeah, I'm like, picture me as a 12-year-old, like doing like mini laps in my goddamn octagon pool in the backyard, stopping every three seconds to grab wet handfuls of apple cinnamon Cheerios. <laughs> the pool cleaner at the end of the day is like, where are all these apple cinnamon materials coming from? Yeah, the, the pool cleaner, a.k.a. my father, who is fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, are you fucking eating out here? Oh, your pool. For some reason in my mind, I was thinking you were at a public pool with like a bunch of kids being Jay, rowdy. Not only have I never brought apple cinnamon Cheerios to a public pool, I have never been to a public pool. You should know better than to assume that I would ever have been at one. Oh my God, I'm shivering at the thought even now. <laughs> Tell me if it was just me. I had a very specific way to eat these. This was like junk food for me. It was more like Doritos than cereal. So I don't know what you're going to say, what I would do. So yeah. let's see if we're on the same page. I would take my hand into the bag, grab a fistful, right? Yeah. And then sort of filter it into my mouth, almost like it's funneling into my mouth from my fist. I do love that trick. I'm I actually, fisting the Cheerios into my mouth. You're fisting the Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. What you are doing actually is a little more, uh, I can describe it a little more politely. You're like one of those fucking whales that filters in plankton, only it's Cheerios. I love that trick. I always picture myself as the whale in the fucking Natural History Museum on the ceiling. <laughs> but no, that's not what I was going to say. All right, so how do you do it? You take one individual apple cinnamon Cheerio and you bite all of the little dried apple bits off oh, one please, by one. Oh, please, you'll be one. there forever. Oh, my God. It was so good to eat them that way. Apple cinnamon Cheerios. Cheerios. Listen to the crunch. The sweet apple crunch. The apple crunch that's so good to munch is part of this complete breakfast. Yeah. Listen to the crunch. The apple crunch. Number two. Our tour begins Welcome. with the holding silos for the crunch berries. Wow, all berries! What's this? Don't do that. Do this! Imagine a cereal. That's all crunch berries! Blue, purple, red, nothing but the awesomely sweet taste of all crunch berries. And what do you have to say for yourself? Oops! Cabin Crunchers, oops, all berries! It's a delicious part of this balanced breakfast. Cabin! What's this? Oops!
All right, Matt, I'm kicking off with a huge mistake. And by that, I mean, oops, all berries from 1997 by Captain Crunch. Oh, you're down with OAB. <laughs> so this was a huge cereal for me. It's the Crunch Berries from Captain Crunch without the Captain Crunch, just the Crunch Berries. Just Crunch Berries, <laughs> a whole bowl of Crunch Berries. Oops All Berries was such a flex for Captain Crunch, especially <laughs> at that time. You know what Jay, I'm saying? It was a flex and you were there for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so when you thought the cereal landscape was done reinventing the wheel, they came out with, in my opinion, one of the greatest cereals of all time, taking just the colorful sugary balls and put them into one box. It was the Captain Crunch version of like another cereal doing all marshmallows, which of course was never done until the internet era and you had to buy it from like some fucking LE site for 50 bucks. <laughs> it was wild it's when this true. happened. It, it was wild. And the fact that the whole marketing scheme was that the manufacturing plant made a mistake and all the berries came into the boxes without the Captain Crunch cereal. So Captain kind of took a backseat in some of these commercials in the ad campaign. He was just there just to be there because they're using his. Well, he, uh, he, he didn't he wasn't in favor of this. He's like, I wouldn't do this. But, yeah, he, you know, what is in, it? he can't stop them, but he's not going to really be too motivated to support it either. He has a commitment to quality control and he's in there and he's like, listen. They're going to have my ass if this happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If Captain Crunch without the barrels, that's not Captain Crunch. We were at that age that we grew up through some of the greatest, most horrible, from a nutritional standpoint, cereals in the 80s. I look at it like it's late 90s, everything's being edgy and extreme, and it felt like they were marketing to us saying, hey, remember those crazy cereals from when you were a kid? Now this is yours. I got to disagree there. I mean, I watched a commercial earlier where it had like three 12-year-olds in the Wonka factory playing with fucking Crunchberry lovers. I don't know that I could say that was directed towards me in 1997, but I do catch your point that it is a throwback in a lot of ways to when cereal was just like fucking over the top. Well, that's what I'm getting at because like this was, for me, it was like a comeback of Smurfberry Crunch, which was going to be my pick, but I said, you know what? I'm going Oops All Berries. It knew it didn't matter when you dropped the Smurf Fairy Crunch. I'm like, he's going to fucking mention it anyway. Like, what the, he'll figure out somewhere to shoehorn it in. And here we go. Yeah, exactly. So it was this crazy, colorful shit. It was like purple and blue. This was originally a limited product. Well, I mean, you had to test the waters. Who knew that Oops All Berries was going to be the phenomenon that it became? I see Oops All Berries all the time in the aisles. Yeah, of course. It's still out. You can still get this one anywhere. and. I would imagine at this point, it might be even more popular than Captain Crunch. They make these pouches you can find in Walmart, and they're filled with Oops All Berries, but they're like four times the size of an Oops All Berry Berry. I saw that today! <laughs> and um, I mean, I haven't actually tried them or seen them in person, but now I am certainly going to because you look at the package, you're like, that can't be real. I could play baseball with that fucking Crunch Berry. <laughs> I love that. It's like when Reese's did the giant Reese's Puffs. The big Puffs, yeah. which we did a Patreon show on. Those were so good. Oh I loved God. those. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this cereal here, Oops All Berries, it's really bad for you. 17 grams of sugar per cup. Yeah, which is, uh, I read it was the same amount of sugar as an Oreo cookie serving. <laughs> it has three times the amount of food dye as Fruit Loops. Isn't it ironic, though, that they say part of a complete breakfast, and yet, like you said, it's all made of dyes and sugar. Complete. And the amount of other shit that has to be on the table, it's, it's not just the, you know, two slices of toast and the orange from the commercial. <laughs> yeah, have fucking turkey on there. Sliced toast, orange juice, uh, butter, <laughs> another glass of milk. One of those multi-packs of 7-Eleven vitamins. <laughs> I've made Crunchberry cereal even more exciting with new blue and purple Crunchberries. What will people think? Blue, purple. He likes it. I love this blue. I love this purple. I'm very excited by these new Crunchberries. Very excited. Everyone loves my blue and purple Crunchberries. Amazingly delicious with a more carnival crunch. Go berries. Go berries. Number three. Look. 
kids our power pack new series. But Shredder wants it. We must take that power. Yeah. Let me have it. Let's give it to him. Oh, Mom. Look into that. Chow down, dude. It's Crunchy Ninja Net with Ninja Marshmallow. A power pack crunch. Part of your balanced breakfast. Hey, Grave. Now we crunch you. Turtle power. Oh, you know, Jerry, someone on Instagram recently corrected me because apparently I've been mispronouncing it throughout the show's history, but it turns out that it's Rostin, not Ralston. What? It's Rostin. I, I say Ralston. Well, so do I. And I've said it a million times, but I got corrected by somebody I definitely trust, and he said that it was Rostin. Ralston. Ralston. Roll. Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Rostin. <laughs> And from Rostin, my second pick is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Cereal. Nice. Rostin used to do these big brand tie-in cereals all the time. This one was right up there with like Batman and Ghostbusters in terms of popularity. It was a huge deal. Absolutely, yeah. And I always was kind of down on Rostin, Rostin, whatever. Rostin! This was something else. It debuted in 1989, it stayed around for a few years, and this was during the whitest of the white-hot periods for the Ninja Turtles. They had cartoons, they had fucking movies, they had the toy line, everything was happening all at the same time, and then you get this cereal when they're essentially like the reptile beetles. You're right about that, I like that analogy, and the cartoon for me was like my big thing, so this is where I kind of like hooked onto it. Of course it was, because WPAX used to run for an hour every day. You remember <laughs> yep, that? Yep. It was on early in the morning, too, before I went to they school. They had the 7.30 showing, yep. of course, and then they had, they think it was between 4 and 5, the whole hour of Ninja Turtles. That was so good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after these messages. That said, I am already on record for not having been a huge fan of the flavor of this cereal, which was essentially a mix of checks and a bunch of chalky marshmallows. They were shaped like the turtles and their weapons. It wasn't an elegant mix. It's not what I expected from it, but I did like it, though. I like the cereal. Well, you like all cereals. <laughs> I mean, it's the one... You're Mr. Positivity when it comes to breakfast. <laughs> the glass is half full. <laughs> but Rostin tried to make sense of the madness by calling the checks, quote, Ninja Nets. Yeah. Which was interesting. The Ninja Turtles had never used a net for anything prior to the serial's debut. And then the commercial is just them fucking going all ape shit with these ninja nets. <laughs> it's true. The truth was they didn't have to think too hard about what went inside the box. Because so long as those turtles were on it, that was all we needed. And so strong was my loyalty to the Ninja Turtles brand that despite not really being a huge fan of this serial, bought it all the time. Oh, yeah. I was like a second tier Turtles fan, but I had the cereal constantly. They were just so good at making those tie-in cereals feel like edible toys. So whether it was this or Batman or Ghostbusters, it felt more like something that you would have found in Toys R Us than Stop and Shop. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. The Turtle cereal box was just like, what? I have to get this, of course. The best thing about the cereal, I think, is that it's so easily recreatable. Well, yeah, you, all you need is um, checks and any cereal marshmallow, which you can get by the bag. I'm pretty sure you would want to get rice checks because a lot of people think corn checks, but this was a rice cereal. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll take your word on that. I never studied the type of checks, but sure. <laughs> well, there's like 30 varieties of checks. Yeah, so. I, know, I know it ain't chocolate checks, that's for sure. It's not honey graham checks, so it's definitely between rice and corn. <laughs> I also got to give it up for the premiums, meaning the prizes that it used to come with. Because Rostin, I, I like how you define that. <laughs> well, you know, I know you know what that means, but not everyone knows that they're called that. Yeah, that's true. I think the most popular would have been the cereal bowls that came shrink wrapped right over the boxes. You talk about that bowl like every two and a half weeks because it gets a fucking hundred thousand <laughs> likes every time I do. I know where the bread is buttered. <laughs> Then there were those special boxes that came with holograms built right into the fronts, which were freaking amazing. Oh, so cool. And these promotions were important because even as somebody who wasn't wild about the flavor, of course I was going to keep buying it to get all the free shit. It was a no-lose situation because you're going to get the cereal, like, take it or leave it, but you get a toy also. 
fleas. I, I might not have liked it better than Honey Nut Cheerios, but I was going to eat that shit. Oh, I mean, hell fucking, yeah. yeah. It was gone that night. Hey, dudes, pizza party. Yeah, now our cereal has new pizza-shaped marshmallows. I don't see any marshmallows. Oh, Tonka. At last, turtle power is mine. The pizza marshmallow is mine. Pizza delivery. Get them. Turtle power. Hey, Shredhead, want to help put all the marshmallows back? Uh, these guys can handle it. Maybe mine. Number four. It's a very delicious kind of day. Mmm, strawberry shortcakes fixing breakfast. Smells good. It's my new strawberry shortcake cereal. It's berry pink. Strawberry pink. With a crispy strawberry taste. Even smells like strawberries. My berry favorite. Most important. I know. It's a very tasty part of this good, nutritious breakfast. You're pretty bright. So are you. (laughs) (laughs) New strawberry shortcake cereal. It's very delicious. Next up for me, Matt, is strawberry shortcake cereal. I know a lot of people will be like, what? What is this guy talking about? I know that you're correct to bring this up. So this is, without question, my favorite cereal of all time. It has nothing to do with strawberry shortcake characters or anything. Like, I wasn't even a huge fan. So it was just the cereal itself that I loved. It transcended. It really did. This cereal has quite a following, and it's all about the flavor. Of course, Strawberry Shortcake was really popular uh, with the dolls and greeting cards and all kinds of stuff. So it warranted its own cereal, which they actually spun off. It was that popular. They did an orange version, but Strawberry Shortcake. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they did Orange Blossom. But Strawberry Shortcake in general was just huge, swept the nation. Having a cereal was like a no-brainer. And this was what, like around probably 82? Maybe like 81, 82, something like that. What it's uh, kind of compared to often online is Strawberry Quick. I don't know if that was accurate, but that's what I've read. If you were going to think of Cocoa Puffs, right? But Strawberry, kind of like that. Right, but I also read that they somehow made them a little softer than normal. It was almost like not just softer, but more like hollow. They were more hollowed out. Oh, so basically like, yeah, they wouldn't kill the roof of your mouth because they crumbled easily. They were so good. How was the smell on this? Because, you know, that was the gimmick with the toys, that they all smelled amazing. So I would assume that they really went hard on the odor here. So hard. It was incredibly It wasn't as, like, prominent as, like, one of the dolls. Because if you ever smelled like a purple pie man doll, that's life-changing sense. This is what I'll say if someone wants to know what this cereal is like. A crunchy pink velvety orb of sugar that fell from heaven. A crunchy velvety orb of sugar that fell from heaven. I love that. Man. <laughs> Ugh, you should work for Hallmark. <laughs> but you've never tasted this, Matt? You know, I came into the show wanting to lie and say that I had, but I don't think I really did. Yeah. But I've read so much about it online that I feel like I did, and I feel like I would have loved it because I was all about the strawberries as a kid. I wasn't even a strawberry guy. Oh, if it's a red berry, I'm in. I got to be honest. It was more like light pink, and that's why I really liked it. I'm like, man, this is like, looks like a neon type of cereal it wasn't even like a deep red you were thinking pink way back you got on that train <laughs> real a early pink lady yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right because you could tell even in the few product shots that exist like if you find a scan of an old like coupon page or whatever it is so pink like this was definitely a shit dying cereal no way it wasn't <laughs> yeah. all right so my friend trish when we were little kids she used to say starberry instead of strawberry it made me internally want to spontaneously combust like when (laughs) i heard her say that i hated it so much i can understand as a kid hating it but don't you look back down it's like "Mm, starberry shortcake sounds like something i'd fucking order at (laughs) disney world yeah let's do this (laughs) it sounds amazing you're right but i'm kind of thinking back i'm kind of the a-hole because I sounded at the time like a 30-year-old from Brooklyn when I was four. So <laughs> It's strawberry, not strawberry. Yeah, I had Get no, out of the house. I had no right Dad, 
to say that to her. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she forgives you. Why, it's apricot and hopsalot. Oh, my. Have you come to share my new strawberry shortcake cereal? Indubitably. <laughs> That's very nice. It's such a pretty strawberry pink. And its crispy strawberry taste is a very good part of this nutritious breakfast. Mm. Right. It even smells like strawberries. <laughs> New strawberry shortcake cereal. It's very delicious. Number five. Fruity marshmallow crispies. Lots of fruity marshmallow shapes. Did you snap, crackle, crop in over lots of fruit taste? Wow. Fruity marshmallow crispies. Orange, lemon, raspberry, grape, and snap, crackle, and pop in. New Kellogg's Fruity Marshmallow Krispies, part of this complete breakfast. Mmm, how fruity! Fruity Marshmallow Krispies, you'll be half crackle popping over lots of fruit Dun 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 dun! Mm, 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 mm. That might have been the catchiest commercial jingle of all time, and it belonged to my third pick, Kellogg's Fruity Marshmallow Krispies. Oh my God. Oh, my God. I'm sighing because I just love this cereal so much. Oh, my God. I love it. It just makes me so fucking happy. (laughs) It came out in 1987, and it was just the latest in an ever-growing line of Rice Krispie spinoffs, which by that point already included non-fruity marshmallow Krispies. So if you were going to do fruity marshmallow Krispies when you already had regular marshmallow Krispies, that son of a bitch needed to be really fruity, and this was obscenely fruity. Yes. I don't know if your memories of this one are strong or not, but as soon as you open that box, you would get hit with this waft of artificial fruit flavor. Oh it made God. you lift in the air like a fucking cartoon cat chasing a home-baked pie. It was something else, Jay. It was. It was the best. You're right. Aside from the fruity marshmallows, this was one of those frosted versions of Rice Krispies, at least a little bit. So you're talking about a lot of sugar here. And this was the 80s, so they weren't trying to mask it with any of those like low-calorie sweeteners or anything. Right. You would get the shakes from eating this stuff. It was so amazing. <laughs> oh, it was. Now we have to get into the visuals. Um, okay. The box. Yes. That unforgettable, what would you call that, jungle green? Oh, my God. It's a green I have never seen done better anywhere else. It is my favorite green that has ever existed, <laughs> save only for the fucking plastic jade pendant that came with the Rambo place that time. <laughs> yeah. That's the only green I've ever encountered that's any better than this. Yeah. Then the cereal itself. I believe Kellogg's later tried giving the marshmallows actual fruit shapes, but I preferred them in their original form. Like pellets. Yeah, they were yeah. like pe- they were very close to what you would buy on Amazon if you just wanted like a bag of marshmallows, like cereal marshmallows, those nondescript little fucking like pill ones. Yeah. And the thing about Fruity Marshmallow Krispies is that I doubt anyone ever outright named it as their favorite cereal. But as soon as it was gone, we're all like, maybe it was. Maybe it was the best cereal ever. <laughs> it was definitely up there. But man, you're right. Like we lived through some crazy shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is like one of the the more mundane cereals in a lot of ways. I mean, this is a Rice Krispies spinoff. But Fruity Marshmallow Krispies, let's be honest, when you look at that box, I mean, all I can think of is how much LSD were the people on when, when they thought of this. This is LSD stuff right here. That blazing green box that somehow glows. Even when you look up a pic online, you would think it's a GIF because it seems like it's glowing. It's amazing. Of course, the main reason I'm picking it is because of the amazing commercial jingle, which was almost (laughs) as addicting as the cereal itself. Oh, God. I challenge anyone to go on YouTube and look up that commercial and tell me that it didn't immediately put you in a better mood. It is just infectiously happy. So awesome. This complete breakfast. Mmm, how fruity. Fruity marshmallow crispies should be. Half crackle popping over lots of fruities. Number six. Tally ho! Sir Grape Fellow here with my new grape flavored oat cereal. About to make a perfect three point landing. One, two, and three. 
if you think that was great fun, watch this. Kids, now you can get this smooth gliding air car. Blow up the balloon, place it on the car, and watch it go. It's smashing good fun. One free in specially marked boxes of Sir Great Fellow. All right, Matt, next up for me is a really weird one, and this is Sir Grapefellow Cereal by General Mills, 1972. Well, brother, I hope you came prepared because I have no experience with <laughs> Sir Grapefellow. You're going to have to lead me through this one. Well, let me tell you something. I don't either, and that's why I picked it. You weren't alive. Yeah, I wasn't alive, but also, like, this is a grape cereal, and I said, let that sink in. Because I've never experienced a grape cereal. I was thinking about it earlier, actually, and the only one I can name is even borderline. It's the half box of nerd cereal. Yes, true. That's it. That's all. That's true. And that was short-lived as it is. Yeah, that was only around for like a week. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) No. The world wasn't ready. Yeah. (laughs) So in this case, I was a big grape fan and I felt like I would love to get a cereal that represented that flavor. So there's this purple box and there's an old timey pilot guy flying a biplane. So I guess maybe back in the early 70s, they thought some old timey pilot guy is uh somebody to attach to or think of breakfast that's a real reach you know who you reminded me of you remember the villain from the frosty the snowman special you make him like 50 years older and a fucking pilot and you turn him into a cereal mascot for some reason yeah so they had sir grapefellow and then they also had baron von redberry and that was his rival one was redberry cereal and one was grape would have been nice if it was out now because we would know which one to take for each of us yeah, no fighting we wouldn't over fight over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Why do we not have a grape cereal that is touted as being vitamin charged? There was grape marshmallows in there as well. And to me, that tips the scales. Yes, because that is very rare. I mean, grape cereal is rare, but an actual grape flavored marshmallow, super mm. rare. You can't even get that out of cereal. That shit sounds scrum diddly umptious, I have to say. <laughs> That definitely sounds like something this pilot would have said. (laughs) So one time they had this commercial where they were giving a premium away. Yeah. It was an air car. So I'm like, what the heck is an air car? And it's this small plastic car that you get at the bottom of the box. Then you attach a balloon that you just blow up and you stick it on. And then it's like the car goes around the table And it's propelled by the air in the balloon. Kids, now you can get this smooth gliding air car. Blow up the balloon, place it on the car, and watch it go. It's smashing good fun. One free in specially marked boxes of Sir Great Fellow. It was 1972. It was, you know, it it took a lot. There was no internet, no Nintendo, not even an Atari. Took a whole lot less to get kids' attention. That's why you got away with putting Sir Greatfellow on a box, and that's how you got away with putting a balloon-powered piece of plastic inside the box. Well, but like, if this was a kid's toy at one time, that was like a thing, just passed me by completely. I know a slinky. There was the the trio, Silly Putty, Slinkies, and fucking balloon-powered plastic cars. (laughs) Only two made it past the 70s. It's a shame that Sir Grapefellow didn't. Number seven. Beware, it's the Adam's Family Cereal. The weird part of this complete breakfast. Just wait until you see them. It's like a very Alright, it's time for my final pick. Let's talk about the Adams Family cereal from 1991. You're such a Ralstonite tonight. Ralston, Ross, well, you know, the Ralston cereals are the ones that are going to get play on social media. I told you this. I wanted to talk about cinnamon mini buns, but I know that if I put up a picture of Adam's Family cereal, I'm going to get a lot more traction. <laughs> Just being real. Uh, this was based on the live action movie, of course. It featured the whole cast in that swank promo shot right on the box. It's such a good looking box. 
It's the most Halloween-y cereal box ever, and it's not even a Halloween cereal. It's one of those things where when you feel like Halloween is every day all year long, this is the cereal for you. Yeah, it's like it's just saturated in gothy shit. It's so cool. And when we talk about Ralston being the king of the tie-in cereals, I think this really might be the best example. <laughs> you said Ralston like 47 times tonight, and you got to doing that on purpose. Ralston. 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 I said correctly. Ralston. Oh, God. So this cereal Samantha. Is- Samantha, where's my Ralston cereal? <laughs> This cereal it was so souped up with extras that I am betting that some fans couldn't even tell you what the cereal itself was like. Like, you would have to think about what Adam's Family cereal actually looked like, but you remember all of the periphery stuff perfectly. I would say that's true. I mean, I know it just because I'm psycho, but yeah, I totally agree. It had pieces shaped like Thing, random skulls, headless dolls. The flavor, if I remember correctly, it was just kind of like nondescript sugary. Yeah. And Rostin promoted it as being, quote, mysteriously flavored. Mm. So, like, they wanted to kind of trick you into thinking it had some kind of secret flavor. Didn't really. It's very nebulous. Yeah, very nebulous. (laughs) (laughs) Every inch of the box was covered in something the reader will look at. And there were also all sorts of great premiums. I think my favorite, I think everyone's favorite, really, are those figural flashlights that came shrink-wrapped to the boxes. They were awesome. That's insane. I mean, we used to get Batman banks that were just these hollow pieces of plastic, cereal bowls, which were just pieces of plastic. This was a functional flashlight shaped like Cousin It. (laughs) This thing would have cost five bucks at KB. Yeah, they had a whole line of them. They had It and uh, Lurch. Yeah, I think maybe Fester. I don't know. They had, it was just endless. So, so good. And the thing that amazes me most about this cereal is how many boxes have survived intact until this very day. That they haven't jumped that much in price. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can get them cheaper now. I mean, I could not name another 90s cereal that has this many still existing examples on the collector's market. There is no way to account for it. There's never been a single moment in the past decade where it has been at all difficult to find a sealed box of Adam's Family cereal. (laughs) What does that tell you? If you think about it, I'm like, I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. You could go on eBay right now and you have your pick of the litter. I'm not disagreeing. You're right. There's like 10,000 boxes on eBay. Did anyone buy them at all when it was out? Or is Rostin still secretly making them? Just like, Rostin, are they just putting them on eBay themselves on burner accounts to make some quick cash? It seems more likely to me that that's happening than 20 fucking thousand people save boxes of the cereal. I have a theory. You and I lived through that time. It was a very specific time where people were buying just everything and storing six other ones away, thinking it was going to be worth money. And this was around that time. You're completely right, because this was the comic boom. This is when you used to get holographic cover comic books and all the the special editions. And the whole idea was that you had to buy six of them, like you said, and store them away. And it was bleeding into all other things, including, apparently, Rostin tie-in cereals. Rostin! Rostin! So, like, the box with the flashlights, especially, people were like, oh, it's covered in plastic already. Let me just store some away in my attic. Even people who aren't like us, who wouldn't normally do this, probably thought it was a lot safer. Oh, we'll get roaches. It's fucking covered in cellophane. You know what the other possibility is? What's the other possibility? <laughs> New old stock. <laughs> New old stock. NOS. <laughs> NOS strikes back. Rocky Road Cereal presents Live at the Cereal Bowl. It's the Rocky Road Breakfast Band. Chocolate chocolatey puff, it makes my heart sing. And vanilla puff is such a tasty thing. And I've got something really special for you. It's got a chocolate and honey-coated marshmallow, too. It's Rocky Road Cereal, a rockin' part of this complete breakfast. Wake it up to Rocky Road, make sure that you sing. 
So I know you were pitching for Fruity Rice Krispies to be like maybe the greatest of all time, but here's a candidate. Rocky Road Cereal, 1986, General Mills, one of the best cereals of all time. No doubt about it. In the pantheon of discontinued 80s cereals that are celebrated plainly for flavor, this is like God level. Everything about this cereal was like near perfect. Holy crap, it's a red cereal box with a street sign that says Rocky Road. To me right there, it's so iconic. It's so popped in that aisle. It was just such a thing to look at, whether you were young or old. And really, it defied demographic. Everyone liked the cereal. That box grabbed your attention. Oh, yeah, totally. So the cereal itself, before we get into, there's so much more to this, but before we get into it, there's these little cereal balls with like a nutty coating, and then they had vanilla and chocolate puffs. It was like a Rocky Road ice cream. There was something else in the cereal. Yeah, a marshmallow covered in chocolate with like a nutty coating, right? Which is insane. There's never been a more complicated cereal marshmallow. (laughs) It wasn't just chocolate coated. It was like chocolate and crushed nut coated. Yeah, this was like a completely new tooling. This should have just been marketed as the best cereal ever. That should have been the fucking official title. They could have kept the street sun if they wanted. I don't care. That really was a contender in terms of taste alone, taste, mouthfeel, all things ingestible. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's like you dropped the mic there. Oh, man. So I like the road sign. Don't get rid of it, please. But it was literally ice cream into a cereal. Yeah, this is 86, which I think is really that peak of when cereal was just awesomely disgusting. Yep. Like, you could do anything. Just exploding in creativity, too. You could could have just shat in those boxes and nobody (laughs) would raise an eyebrow. Whatever you wanted to do. Anyway, the cereal wasn't enough. We needed a band to kind of sell the cereal to us. So... The Rocky Road Breakfast Band was mm-hmm. the mascots of this cereal. They were something else, like the chipmunks, but they're cereal pieces. They were comprised of three members. Van, who was the vanilla piece, and then Marsha, who was the marshmallow, and Choco, who was obviously the chocolate guy. Please don't gloss over Marsha, because, I mean, Marsha is this <laughs> leggy singer. It's a marshmallow, but she's sexy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is why Jay's picking this, of course. He's turned on by the marshmallow lady. I love this whole concept that they had this band playing <laughs> their little Rocky Road song. Well, I mean, that was kind of the thing back then. If you think back to, like, um, what was that Blue Colgate sparkling crest fucking toothpaste that had the band? Oh. Everything needed a band. Yeah, everything. everyone had a band. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was great, though. So this was so cool. One of the giveaways was a mini piano with a songbook, which included the Rocky Road Breakfast theme. Oh, my God. So I wanted to get this because I had it as a kid. It's $700 on eBay. What is the piano? It almost looks like a calculator. (laughs) But is it like a battery-operated, makes-noise piano? Yeah, it was made like LCD noises. Oh, my God. I don't even know if that's... I don't even know what that means, but you know what I meant. I know exactly what that means. (laughs) New order sounds. Yeah, craft work. (laughs) But, like, you only needed three UPC symbols, so that meant... Can I get three boxes of Rocky Road so I can get this mini piano? You'd have kidney failure, Jack. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One interesting thing I've noticed about Rocky Road cereal, if you look up online mentions of it, you're going to find a lot of them from people who are significantly older than us, which means that while this was a kid-targeted cereal, the flavor and the premise, it seemed to land even better with adults, I think, back then. You think? Well, here's why. I mean, when you were a kid, did you even know what Rocky Road meant? I sure didn't. No, you're right. It felt like like a 50s ice cream parlor flavor. Right. So, like, your parents going up the aisle there would be like, oh, Rocky Road cereal? I fucking grew up. I My first date I had Rocky. We split a Rocky Road Sunday with, with, with Janice. <laughs> Man, you're right. Holy crap. And they're singing, like, 
50s, like almost like a Motown style, you know? Right. I mean, why would they pitch Motown to a bunch of eight fucking year olds in 1986? No. That just supports the, the thing we've always said on the show about how the 80s was obsessed with the 50s. It's a total cycle because you see what's happening now. This isn't new. It's always got that 30 year nostalgia thing going. You're right. You're 100% right. Thanks, Jay. Man, this is so good, this cereal, and I feel bad for the people who never tried it, but it's one of those really weird, little, small, kind of minuscule blips on the cereal history, but man, it was huge at the time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything in recent memory has even come close. I'm trying to think if maybe some version of s'more cereal might have done it. Really, you had to get the OG version, because even if they made the same cereal now, they wouldn't be using the same disgusting things they used in 86. <laughs> Those fingers need waking up. Ta-da! I'm Jocko. I'm Ben. I'm Marsha, the chocolatey, nutty-coated marshmallow in Rocky Road cereal. Chocko's chocolatey puff, it makes my heart sing. Van's vanilla puff is such a tasty thing. But Rocky Road has something special for you. It's got a chocolatey, nutty-coated marshmallow, too. Rocky Road cereal, a classic part of this complete breakfast. I liked your other song better. Wake up, Rocky Road, make sure make the thing. So that was our cereal show. Oh, did you find a cereal? Because you had said maybe we could pick up a cereal to taste. I hope no. you didn't get one that I didn't know about. No, I'm just eating whatever cereal is in the house. <laughs> Would it be... um? Grape nuts? <laughs> no, I do enjoy grape nuts. No, I you do I, not. I do. See, I, I used I tell, to think grape nuts had grapes. There's no grapes in grape there, nuts. There, they ain't a drop of grapes, but here's what I used to do. I used to get green grapes, bite them in half, and then dip them in the grape nuts. <laughs> You're a grape ape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was our cereal show. I had fun. I'm glad we are calling this volume one because this is 1,000% a topic that we're going to revisit. Oh, of course. There's just too much to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, you want me to go through your list here? Yeah, sure. All right, let me see what we got. You brought up strawberry shortcake cereal, your all-time favorite cereal. That's a bold statement that you cannot take back. This is going live. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on record. So, no matter what you say in the future, you said this now. I do solemnly swear. You brought up Oops All Berries. You brought up Rocky Road Cereal, fronted by Marsha, the leggy marshmallow lady who sings... <laughs> and you brought up Sir Grapefellow, the cereal from 1972. <laughs> I know Sir Grapefellow is going down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Grapefellow just crashed his uh, biplane there. Those dive. <laughs> yeah. He's out. I'm going to knock out Oops All Berries. And it's down to the lady. And Wait, have you ever had Oops All Berries? I don't know that I have, but I think I've mentioned this on the show. I'm a traditionalist with Crunchberry Colors. I want them red, and I'll accept green because of Christmas crunch. But once you get into these lavenders and blues, you lose me. <laughs> that is such a bullshit answer. Bullshit? I, I, everything I said is a thousand percent true. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's bullshit. No, it's just what you, did you? Were you gunning for me picking oops all berries? Did no, you really I, think I, I did not at all. Did you have a whole bit planned about me making oops all berries champion? I'm saying that you, it's like, did you taste the cereal or no? It was 1997. I had bad a fish to fry. Yes or no? Uh, well, let me tell you what I think <laughs> about the colors here. TLDR, no. <laughs> I am gonna pick. Rocky Road cereal. It is, um, if you look it up online, I mean, it is just what people say about Rocky Road cereal. They're, it's so over the top. It's like they're, it's less like they're just chatting about some cereal they vaguely remember. It's more like a fucking memorial to a lost loved one. Like they love this cereal. They did. They did. But man, this was such a moment. It was as important as like a new movie coming out or some, just something new happening in your life. Right. These days when a new cereal comes out, it's like we learn about it six months prior on social media. And then for two months prior, we have to watch all of the more popular people eat it. Yeah. So by the time we get it, it's like, uh, yeah. And then you actually this. get it. And it's like there's 10,000 things wrong with it. Wait a minute. Wait a like minute. This isn't nearly as good as that guy who got paid $2,000. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's so I guess true. it tastes better when you get a free CD player. <laughs> exactly. Rocky Road Serial. All right, your turn. All right. You had a, quite a list, man. TMNT Serial by Rostin. Rostin! With the uh, Nets. Ninja Nets. Now you had the uh, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, which is definitely in, in the top for me. Uh, Fruity Marshmallow Krispies, which is seriously up there. Adam's Family Cereal, I'm a huge Adam's Family guy, but I'm knocking that off. I'm knocking TMNT out. So long, Rostin. And it's coming down to uh, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. And the fruity marshmallow crispies. That's a, that's a that's hard tough, man. man. That is tough. I might have to go on the sidelines here and uh, talk to Bill Parcells and get some <laughs> advice. Get your ass oh, back yeah. on that field. <laughs> right. The right answer is Cheerios. <laughs> no, actually, I I honestly don't know which one I. If you made me choose between these two, I don't know that I could do it. I might be making a crazy move here, but I'm going fruity marshmallow crispies. Bum 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 bum. Rice krispies are kind of bland, like to be honest. Of course they are. I mean, like everyone loves a rice krispie treat because they're filled with sugar. But even regular just rice krispies, like man, I have no use for them. But no, you start putting I... some like Splenda on that shit, it's pretty good. Please, when I was a kid, I would get like the the sugar bowl for the coffee and just like turn it upside down. Yeah. Oh, it was really good when you added a pound of sugar for sure. Oh man, yeah. And that's why, like you said, it almost had like a little bit of a shellac of sugar. Yeah, a little shellac and a sugar. Yeah. And then those those extremely fruity marshmallows, like these were not marshmallows that tasted like regular cereal marshmallows. These were like just amazingly fruity. Yeah. Like chalky fruit snacks, fruity. Mm. So, Fruity Marshmallow Krispies and Rocky Road Cereals, the mid-80s, has ruled the Purple Stuff podcast tonight. These, honestly, are just like a few we wanted to talk about, but there's just so much more. There's so many more. Oh, my God, we could do a hundred of these shows. We probably will. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing next month, Jack? (laughs) We want to remind everybody that we are also on Patreon. Yes, we are on patreon.com slash purplestuff. That's where you can get our exclusive bonus shows every month. We just recently dropped this month, which was about, what did we talk about? Toy vehicles, you know, things that action figures can ride around in. You don't think that there's just a lot to talk about, but there's a lot, and it was fun. So definitely yeah, get in a, on that. It was a good time. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate your support here and elsewhere. If you wouldn't mind dropping us a review, we appreciate that too. Yeah, that would be awesome. We appreciate your support. This has been the Purple Stuff Podcast. I am Jay from Sludge Central. I am Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. We'll see you next time. Cereal. Baby. Milky. Cereal. Milky. Cereal. Baby. Milky. Cereal. Yeah, check Milky. this out here. Cereal. Then there was pebbles. Times was rough. She was turning tricks to get a cuckoo puff. Her mind was gone, but she turned me on. In fact, she was wearing an Applejack hat with a full-length fox and some pink bobby socks. Her father had a greedy disease, fried chicken pox. We called him Hungry Jack. He talked like Tyson and he dressed like a Mac. And you are listening to the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast.